0: It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Emails is pinballprofile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. We go to Pittsburgh, where a lot of people are going to be going in August and probably late July too. But if you are in the area, on June 21st, there's a big event you need to go and check out. It's coming from Amy Cavell Murphy, who joins us right now. Amy, how are you? i'm good how are you i'm good so you posted on facebook and obviously a lot of people in pittsburgh know about this but maybe they're within driving range of being able to get to your big event at kickback cafe uh you've got a huge event in support of alzheimer's do you want to explain what's going on on friday june
1: 21st sure so the alzheimer's association has a fundraiser every year called the longest day and june 21st is the longest day of the year And their tagline is that living with Alzheimer's makes it feel like every day is the longest day. So they ask you to do something you love on that day and raise money doing it. So some people run marathons or have Zumba classes. Um, There's a big event at a winery in Pittsburgh, and I happen to love pinball. So we have a tournament. This is our third annual. It's a unique format. Instead of scores counting, we actually time all three of the balls that you play on a very old game. Um, and then we add those times together and whoever plays the game the longest at the end of the day is the winner.
0: That's kind of neat. Now, what do you do if somebody cradles up? How dare they cheat and do that?
1: <laughs> well, it's written in the rules that you can only cradle up for five seconds. And it's been pretty fun in the past. The whole group of people watching together chants five, four, three, two, and you have to flip it before they get to one.
0: Is that the same for if it's in the plunger?
1: We don't start timing the game until the ball's in the play field.
0: This is a neat format, and I realize why you're doing this on this day, because Alzheimer's affected 6 million Americans. I know people that have been affected by it, and I assume you have as well.
1: Yes, I have multiple relatives who, who suffer from the disease, most notably my grandmother, so we really play for
0: her. It's horrible to see somebody go through that, and it's certainly, I always think of it as being kind of a prisoner in your own mind too, but it obviously affects those uh, that love the person dealing with this as well too, so it it just really encompasses so many different people, and and I thank you for doing this wonderful event, and it sounds like a fun event too. You were talking about donations. I noticed you've got a few good ones already for this event.
1: We do. Last year we raised just over $2,000, so we've got our sights set on three this year. Um, 900 of that came from the tournament last year and the rest from online donations.
0: We'll give out that website and link too so you can support this event if you can't be there in person. And maybe you can do a donation of some sort to help Amy and this great cause. Kickback Pinball Cafe, what a fantastic place to be holding this event. And I imagine this time of year, you know, with Pinburg coming up and everyone getting ready for the big event and, and the world really coming to Pittsburgh, it's kind of an exciting time for you.
1: It is, and uh, I really have to thank the PAPA staff because they choose the machine for me and uh, deliver and set up and then come break it down also at the end and Kickback donates the space for the tournament. And we picked just one game. The first year it was Spanish Eyes, uh, and last year it was Miss O, um, and so we'll see what they come up with this year.
0: Is there a kind of a balance to make sure, okay, you don't want to be – you don't want the game to go too quickly, but maybe something that somebody can have a little bit of excitement to as opposed to plunge and hopefully it doesn't drain right down the middle.
1: Well, I'm not sure about strategies for this, but last year, second place winner was a nine-year-old girl from West Virginia who had never played pinball before.
0: Wow. And she
1: beat some of the top 25 players in the world.
0: That is pretty cool. Very encouraging. I hope that kid's still playing pinball.
1: <laughs> Me too. Um, also, the winner of the first year and the second year is is Kevin Brown of Pittsburgh so I'm gonna have to ask him this year what kind of strategy he's been using
0: Hmm. yeah that is kind of I'm kind of curious because if points don't matter it's safe shots and maybe safe feeds you know if there was something like think of a game like ACDC if you could do left ramp all day okay I'm not trapping up I'm keep playing and pretty safe shot you know but on some of the older games where are the safe shots it's tough to say yeah it's pretty hard Now, I noticed recently you were a little excited by my episode 200 of Pinball Profile because I interviewed somebody who almost became the five-time world champion, no shame in losing to Johannes Ostermeyer, but Daniele Achari, who's a big friend of yours and uh, maybe even, I don't know, a BFF?
1: He's my pinball BFF for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Daniele and I are like family at this point. He stays at, at my husband and I's house every time he comes to Pittsburgh, and uh, we've grown to become very good friends.
0: Now, how did this all come together, though? I mean, there are tons of people that come to Pittsburgh.
1: Mejia and I have uh, a lot of extra space at our house, um, and sometimes we have up to 12 house guests Whoa. Um, at a time for Papa and Pittsburgh functions.
0: But why Daniele? How did you guys connect? I mean, I, I remember even last year at IFPA 15, just outside of Toronto at Adam Becker's place, you showed up because, you know, it was what, a six-hour drive and you're like, I've got to go see Daniele.
1: Yep. The first time he stayed at our house, he came with another friend. He was traveling with uh, Roy Wills that year and Roy asked if he could stay at our house and Danielli had just kept coming back.
0: How was his English back um, then?
1: T- oh, it was very bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotten a lot better.
0: He's great now.
1: Yeah, he, he's, he's really tried um, And then uh, Mahesh and I went on vacation And uh, spent a few days with Danielle and his family in Rome And it was very nice
0: I bet for sure Going back to your event on the 21st, you mentioned you played an old game. Do you have a fondness for old games? Because you kind of like old things, whether it be fossils or other uh, artifacts, if you will, because for those that don't know, you are the archaeology collection manager at the Carnegie Museum of Natural History. So, I mean, are you a big El Dorado fan, Indiana Jones fan, or some of the older games?
1: Oh, I love the older games. We uh, have a Mata Hari at home. Okay. Um, and also a game called Fantasy, which is a playmatic. It's the four-player version of Fairy, um, and it's my favorite game in the whole world.
0: Why do I not know either of those?
1: <laughs> um, it has the strangest backlash of all time. You should look it up. It's a, Fairy's a wedgehead. Papa has one with a warped playfield.
0: Okay, yeah, you know, that's the one great thing about coming to Pittsburgh and going to Papa and Pinburg and Replay FX is you get to see some of these games you don't normally get to see. I know that's one of the great benefits of coming for all of us out-of-towners to see these great games, but uh, yeah, I don't think I know that game. It was really the backlash that got me first. It does matter, doesn't it? Art does matter. hmm There are some games that I love playing, but the art I don't want in my house, and I'm not going to say which ones okay i will the right. walking dead i love that game but i can't put that in my house my my in-laws and and kids maybe like, I mean, not my kids but others would be like uh you know.
1: <laughs> uh, now i can't wait for you to look up the back glass of fairy
0: <laughs> okay i'm doing that right now hold on a second here I, i'm gonna do that right now he's got a pentagram on his shirt
1: i know it looks like they were supposed to be walking and then they just picked them up and stuck them in the air and decided they were flying
0: instead yeah that is kind of bizarre like that's not the way to fly <laughs> the last time the last time i flew i had a a cape and secondly okay okay that is kind of funny fair and
1: there's also that like weird little guy flying around in the background all by himself
0: playmatic fairy okay
1: it has a plastic play field
0: oh now i gotta check that out looks like a fun game
1: i like it a lot
0: i did notice one thing at the museum that you have sensory friendly saturdays that's very very important to so many people and it I have a family member who uh, certain sounds really affect him in a certain way, and I know other people that certain sounds are problematic. So, this is great that the museum's done. It. I assume it's been a huge success.
1: It really has. It's new. We've only done it maybe twice now, and uh, the feedback is overwhelmingly positive. A lot of people uh, took advantage. They open the museum early, so it's at least an hour before uh, they open for the for the public and then everybody pours in
0: sounds like a great idea I'm glad to see more of these are popping up as we approach Replay FX and Pinberg are you playing or volunteering I am playing Nice. Okay. It's my favorite.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I'm. I'm always shocked when I hear the number of people that volunteer that don't get to play in this great event, and I feel. Oh, I feel. Huge. I feel sorry for them. You know, the Hendricks and Fred Cochran and and John Replogle and and all these people that give up their time to play in really the best tournament of the year and the one that everyone gets excited for, but uh, I'm glad to see some Pittsburgh people are getting to play because uh, they shouldn't miss out.
1: Yeah. Well, I. I feel like hosting 12 people is a job in itself. Very
0: good. Very good point. Yeah, exactly. I know when I said I was going to be interviewing you, Greg Pavarelli said, you know what? She is the nicest person you'll find in pinball. And you said...
1: I said he has
0: to say that because he stays at my house. There you go. Well, I think other people who don't stay at your house all agree that you and Mahesh are wonderful people and and great hosts, too, for Pinberg. Again, we're looking at Friday, June 21st. It is the longest day of the year and a great event. It's called the Flip-Off Alzheimer's Tourney, and it's at Kickback Pinball Cafe in Pittsburgh. Starts at 10 a.m., goes till 9 p.m. Looking for donations, looking for participants, and you can contact Amy or check the link on Pinball Profile to find out how you can help out. Amy, I'm intrigued by your format. And in fact, Josh Sharp and I have been talking quite a lot over the last little while about the future of pinball and where I think it's going to be going very, very soon. And I think he agrees, especially when TV and the editing package comes together. I think we're going to see pinball become time games. And I think we are going to see show us what you can do in two minutes, in five minutes, as opposed to long long playing games because they're impossible to edit now diehard pinball fans like myself will watch the long streams i think everybody was super excited watching what happened with bsd in italy at the world championships and watching three billion not hold up for Danieli as johannes came back and won that game that's exciting too and there's a place for that but i do think as TV wants to come in, we're going to have to see more time games. You've got two minutes. Go. Put up your score. Okay, there's the score to beat. Two minutes. Go. So I, I think formats like what you're doing on Friday the 21st and maybe some of these time challenges are, are going to be a thing of the future. So you might be on to something. <laughs> That's interesting. You've run these tournaments, so I assume people are enjoying the format. I wonder if it just takes a few more of these for it to gain popularity.
1: I think the format is fun for the people who show up and experience it, but I I still think it's the charity that draws the most people out at the moment. There are a a lot of potential ways to exploit it with trapping the ball, and it really does work best because we use the oldest, hardest-to-play game possible. So I I don't know how big this would catch on, but it is really fun.
0: And it's a perfect format for the charity that you're using, too. I think it's uh, really well advised, and I hope you do very, very well. Thank you. Say hi to Mahesh, and uh, I will see you in Pittsburgh very soon. Great, we'll see you then. Now, before I say so long, I want to present to you something that was given to me in honor of the 200 episodes of Pinball Profile. This was the brainchild of Mrs. and Dr. Pin and the head-to-head pinball guys, and they got a lot of our friends to say thanks for 200 episodes. So they went to a lot of work, so I thought I should play this, and, and then I can also say something about those wonderful people, too. So thank you very much. This is what was given to me.
2: Hey there, this is Adam Becker. Jeff, while you may have reached 200 episodes of Pinball Profile, you are still the Josh Sharp of Ontario. 200 episodes. I wish I could say you couldn't have done it without me. But now that I think about it, the 17 times I've been on, you'd only be at 183 episodes without me. So, uh, you're welcome, man. Hi, this is Carl Dingolo. Congratulations on reaching 200 soul-sucking, time-wasting, nothing-but-fluff episodes, Petey. Since you're such an attention whore, maybe we should celebrate 201 episodes- Wait, what? Hold on, hold on. What? Jeff Teolis? Why would I wish that smuck a happy 200 episodes? Hi Jeff, this is Escher Lefkoff and I'm here with my dad. Congratulations on 200 episodes. Hey Jeff, it's Chuck Webster. I'm here with the Trash Talker Invitational Selection Committee and the boys just wanted to congratulate you on reaching 200 episodes. That's quite a feat. Then I had to remind him how you spit the bit at the podcast, the bloodbath, and uh, you know, choked it up worse than the, your Rams against the Patriots. But hey, whatever. Congratulations. See you at Pintastic.
1: Hi, this is Tracy Lindberg from Arizona. Thank you so much to Jeff for creating Pinball Profile and giving us all the opportunity to get to know the people of pinball all around the world.
2: Hey Jeff, Dennis Creesel here. My favorite part of being on Pinball Profile was you having to pause every five minutes to puke. May your next 200 episodes be free of all flu-like symptoms. Congratulations and good luck.
1: Hi Jeff, this is Jerry Power from Player One Amusements, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Congratulations on your 200th podcast milestone. Your podcasts have been very informative and have been fantastically produced. I look forward to seeing the next 200 plus or listening to them at the very least and hope to see you again soon at one of our Player One events. Take care, safe travels. This is Elizabeth with the Replay Foundation and I can neither
2: confirm nor deny that Jeff Teolis is the Zodiac Killer.
1: Hi Jeff, it's Derek Thompson from Die Hard Pinball in beautiful Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Just wanted to congratulate you on your 200th episode can't believe you lasted this long, but I hope to hear 200 more in the future. Thank you for all you do for the pinball community. Take care, Jeff.
2: This is Eric Preetke from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or EP The Geek in Pinball Circles. Congratulations, Jeff, on 200 episodes. They've been very colorful, and I hope they continue in the future. And go. Hey, Jeff, it's your pal Christopher Franchi. They gave me 10 seconds to congratulate you on your 200th episode. So here goes, buddy. Who's next? Hey, that wasn't 10 seconds.
0: Next. You did.
2: Hey, this is Greg Pepperoni, uh, I mean, Waparelli, wishing the one and only Jeff Tielos a big congrats on his 200th episode. Uh, I'm really glad we're friends. We have a lot in common poker, baseball, being barely good enough to stay on the circuit. And uh, jokes aside, you've always been one of my favorite podcasts. Thanks for having me on so many of them. And keep up the good work, bud. Hey, Jeff. This is Jeff from This Week in Pinball. You have a great first name, which probably means we will never disagree about anything. Love you, bud. Congrats on 200.
0: Congrats, Jeff
2: Teolis, on your 200th episode. Thanks for being a great member of the
0: pinball community and for driving me to Papa so I could win the Women's World Championships. Cheers. Jeff, it's Kiefer from Jersey Jack Pinball. Congratulations on your large number achievement. I look forward to being interviewed by your Smooth Tones again in the future.
2: Hey, Jeff, it's Mike Primo here. And I just wanted to congratulate you, first of all, on 200 episodes. What I love about your podcast is that there's an underlying message to me that shows how pinball is inclusive and welcoming for everyone. You do an amazing job highlighting those who come from all different walks of life all different parts of the world all different reasons for why they want to play and love pinball so much and uh, i personally want to thank you for having me on the show and for doing what you do to show how wonderful these people in this hobby are keep going love the show you're an amazing guy thank you jeff no McCrae from london uk Jeff Teolis, Pinball Profile,
0: the Canadian crooner, what an amazing job you've done, Jeff, for us all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You show us how to do it. Great job. Here's to the next 200.
2: David Thiel here from the Great Northwest. Yes, I was a guest on Pinball Profile, and Jeff is a pro. He edits, he asks
0: good questions, it's a joy. Hey, Jeff, it's Martin from Head to Head. Congratulations on 200 episodes, fantastic job, proof that you can do quantity over quality. No, but seriously, love what you do, keep it going.
1: Hey Jeff, it's Ryan from Australia. You've raced the 200 episodes, which is a huge achievement, and you've done it with such enthusiasm and a clear design to grow the hobby. You've unselfishly dedicated your spare time to highlighting the personalities that make pinball the greatest pastime in the world. On a personal level, I consider you a great friend, and I cannot wait to see you in Australia next year, where I'll be holding a tournament called the Ginger Canadian Unplugged National Treasure, invitational in your honour.
2: Congratulations, Jeff Teolis, on 200 awesome episodes of Pinball Profile. On behalf of Orbital Albert, everybody here at the Pinball Nerds Podcast, congratulations, and we can't wait to hear the next one. Ryan Wenger from Comet Pinball here out of Boulder, Colorado. Ten seconds isn't nearly enough to list all the things Jeff is above average at,
1: so I'll just say thanks for making the pinball world a better place.
0: Hey, Jeff Teolis, it's Nate Shivers from Coast to Coast Pinball. Congratulations on 200 episodes. I've heard that you know you're doing a good job when the peanut gallery starts calling you a sellout. So Jeff, clearly you've, you've sold out. Good job.
2: I wanted to give a shout out to my good friend Jeff Teolis. My name is Daniel Spoller. I'm the senior director, founder of Project Pinball. Soon as Jeff heard out about our charity, he did everything in his power to share it with all of his followers. He had us on his podcast several times and did several episodes. So I want to give props to him and everything that he does. He brings so much depth to the world that I love of pinball and he interviews some of uh, the greatest people of our industry. So I thank him for that. So thank you for the 20 episodes that you brought. We, uh, he has more than 20 episodes. He has 200. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Congratulations on your tw- uh, 200th episode. Um, that's really amazing. I didn't think you could be- would get past 20. So uh, congrats. Uh, you know I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish you all the success, pal. Uh, I love your interviews. Keep them coming. Um, you do a great job. Have a good night.
0: Hey, Shmef Schmiolis, it's Mrs. Penn. And Dr. Penn. We're here to congratulate you on 200 episodes. You're the best. I want to say that I've learned everything I know about podcasting from you, but man, that would be the biggest insult ever.
2: Jeff, you're a force in the pinball world. Thank you for bringing attention to some of the best parts of the hobby. I love your podcast so much, I actually listen to it on one-time speed.
0: I love it so much, I actually listen to it. Congratulations, bud. Congrats, man. This is Phil Grimaldi from Houston, Texas. On behalf of Space City Pinball, congratulations, Jeff, on 200 episodes and making us all feel a little less crazy.
2: This is Ryan Kuiper, or TurboGrafx7 on Twitch. Just wanted to give a congratulations to one of the nicest guys that I have met in pinball for reaching 200 episodes. Keep up the great work, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, this is Stephanie from the Riptide Pinball Podcast congratulating you on joining the 200 Run Club. You've really managed to hit these out
0: of the park, and I'm looking forward to many more.
2: I can neither confirm or deny that Jeff has made 200 episodes.
0: Congratulations on 200 episodes, Jeff. What, you haven't got anything better to do with your time? Loser.
1: Anywho, I'm moving out of my mom's basement with my super hot model
0: girlfriend. Catch you later.
2: Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is Ron. And this is Bruce. Of the Slam Till Podcast, and Bruce cares so much about Jeff's 200 episodes that he couldn't even be bothered to use his headset. You got that right. Take off, eh? I'm a hoser. Yes, that you are. Congratulations, Jeff.
0: Congratulations, Jeff.
2: Hello, Jeffrey. This is your old friend, Stewie. Congratulations on 200 episodes. I must say, however, your episodes are rather short. I mean, seriously, man, what have you done, like, 200 minutes? Anyway, I'm short, but you're Canadian, so I win. Later.
0: That is a lot of people and I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to say thank you because without you, I don't have a show on Pinball Profile. So it's been great to get to know every one of you and learn more about pinball in different parts of the world, different aspects of pinball, the great charities that we've heard. Let me go through those people that just said thanks and uh, Adam Becker was the first you heard. He's the guy who hosted IFPA 15 the first time in Canada too. He built this great facility and he does a lot for IFPA. Every time you enter a tournament, league he's the guy that goes through it so thank you adam for that uh josh sharp i love that he was second by the way i think that's pretty funny josh you know how much i think of you and uh for those who don't get the joke i love you man i think you're awesome i appreciate how you've grown pinball and we'll have to get you on a show what are we at 203 i think 222 has got your name all over it but i don't know if i want to do it right before pinberg because i got this pinball profile karma thing going and uh If you do that, does that mean you win? I don't know. There's a dilemma there. We'll get back to that. Carl Dingolo, Carl D'Angelo. He is a wonderful guy. I am so looking forward to InDisc next year, the show that you and Jim Belcedo put on, everything you do with IE Pinball, uh, the streaming, your tutorials, and you're just a great guy. There are so many different shows I've been to. I think we've had dinner at, I don't know, four or five, six different places. You introduced me to Gorilla Sushi in Vegas. Thanks, Carl. Esher Lufkoff, one of the nicest young men you will find. A great player, and I enjoy every time I see him at events. Uh, you and your father have done a lot for pinball, and certainly in the Colorado area, and uh, not surprised to see you as a world champion at Papa 20. It will be the first of many, Esher. Chuck Webster, the New England shout ahead, who I'll be seeing very soon at Pintastic. Oh, yeah, you had to make a shot, too, about the New England Patriots beating my Rams. How'd your Bruins do, kid? I'll just leave it at that. Tracy Lindbergh. You've heard me mention her before. She's in Arizona. She's somebody I met at Pinberg, in fact, and I think it was her first tournament. She was super excited. And this is a woman that has now grown pinball in Arizona, also with the bells and chimes chapter, but just really excited by pinball, her and her husband. So she was one of my top 10 most intriguing people of 2018. And uh, keep doing what you do, Tracy. You're fantastic. Dennis Creel, and I've never had a problem on Pinball Profile talking about other great podcasts too, like his Eclectic Gamers podcast that he does with Tony. A very sharp mind, Dennis, and yes, when we recorded, I was violently ill, but uh, it wasn't because of you. Jerry Power from Player One, you want to talk about a guy who donates to the pinball community. Come to Canada, come to Toronto in August and see what Jerry and Player One and all these great people are doing at the CNEPC. It's going to be a great event. Three classics events, a main tournament, a women's tournament, $10,000 in prize money, and it's a one-time fee. It's not like it's a pump and dump. you got to check it out, Jerry Power is a big part of that. Elizabeth Cromwell from Pittsburgh, thank you very much for everything you do for the ReplayFX Foundation I thought our little Zodiac killer thing was a, a little secret, but <laughs> if you don't see Elizabeth soon, uh, start searching some crop circles. That's all I'm saying. Derek Thompson of Yegpin. A great tournament in Edmonton, Alberta. And may I say, probably the best tournament not on the Stern Pro Circuit, but hopefully that will change soon. Thanks very much, Derek. Eric Preepke from Wisconsin. Glad to be seeing that you're now part of the pinball industry. You've already done so much with Color DMD and uh, keep up the great work. Christopher Franchi. Artist extraordinaire, and when you talk about art accelerating in pinball machines, Christopher Franchi is a big, big reason for that. I'll go so far to say that probably Batman 66 and definitely the Beatles aren't made if it wasn't for his great artwork because you got to secure the license and it starts with the artwork. I always look forward to the next thing that you do, Christopher, and I will also see you at Pintastic. Greg Pepperoni, Greg Pavarelli, who does a lot for the New York community, doing a lot at Sunshine on Wednesday nights, a great player, the team captain for USA at the European Pinball Championships in October in Denmark, and he even recruited moi, a Canadian, to play on that. So I'm looking forward to that, and I know I'll see Greg at a tournament very soon. Thanks, Greg. I find it funny that Jeff Patterson is thanking me for the episodes. We should all be thanking Jeff for what he does for This Week in Pinball. I've said it before, I'll say it again. The guy does a full-time job on top of his full-time job to provide us great content that he does on a weekly basis, sacrificing a lot doing so. So if you can support Jeff, I highly recommend it. Keep it up at This Week in Pinball. Julie Dorser's a friend of mine that I play in local leagues, and boy, has she ever turned it on lately, doing amazing at PinFest in Allentown. And how about the New York City Pinball Championships, the women's champ. This is a woman who was the last ever women's champ at Papa back in 2017. Hearing this voice definitely moved me after we've heard what recently happened to Keith Johnson. Hearing Kiefer say thanks to me, Kiefer Thank you for everything you do. I have specifically bought games because of your coding and wanting to crack them. Can't say I've done it yet, but it still makes it very, very entertaining for the games that you make for uh, the home users and the collectors because you're always searching for that end game. More importantly, Kiefer, please get well. And yes, indeed, we will talk soon. Mike Primo from Path of Play. Mike is a guy who's done a lot from the production side and uh, helped out a lot at Pinburg over years past. And he does a lot, certainly with uh, the autistic community. And I support Path of Play and what he's trying to do. Thank you for the kind words, Mike. Neil McRae, our good friend from the UK, who's got the UK Open coming up in July. I've already recorded Neil and I, so that's coming up on a future pinball profile. We'll talk more about the UK Open, but Neil's a great guy and gets to travel quite a bit. I think it's about once a month he gets to come over to North America and make sure he times that with some great pinball events. So Neil, good luck at the UK Open in July. David Thiel, you know, I talked about what Christopher Franchi means to art. Well, what does David Thiel mean to the sounds of pinball? There aren't enough words to describe what David has meant in the pinball community. I'm glad to see you still have your hands in it. I'm very excited with what's coming up with Raza and Deep Root Pinball and everything that you do, David. It's been a pleasure to work with you. Martin and Ryan from Australia are good friends from Head to Head Pinball. Let's just say this. I enjoy what I'm doing on Pinball Profile. I think it's unique. I enjoy that I get to see different aspects of pinball. But if I had to do a show a little bit differently, adding a bit of news and humor and interviews and all that kind of good stuff, Head to Head would be the show I would probably model my show after. They're coming up to 100. If you haven't listened to them, I don't know what you're missing. Check them out. And I'm really looking forward to coming to Australia in January orbital albert's a guy who's reached 200 before me when did he start oh 200 days ago why because the pinball nerds podcast is a great pinball blog if you will about his experiences and it's very very entertaining i really enjoy what you do albert and best of luck with the move ryan wanger from comet pinball boy you've become a real mover and shaker in pinball with what you've done I had a good time going out in Colorado. He's in Boulder, but he came to Denver to help me run a pinball profile road trip tournament. And by the way, there are going to be several of those this year. I've already got a few booked and a few are coming up. So more on that in a bit. But Ryan, I always appreciate the help that you gave me. Thanks very much. Nate Shivers, Coast to Coast Pinball. I don't care which show you like the best. We all tip our cap to Nate Shivers and Coast to Coast. Why? Why? because of the professionalism he has given us, his insight, some inside pinball knowledge, a friendly voice, well-produced show, and if it's over for Coast to Coast, as he had mentioned sadly on a recent episode, thank you, Nate, for everything you've done. I hope it's not the end. Daniel Spoiler from Project Pinball and his Love Across America Tour is going to be coming again very soon. I think it's in July. We'll definitely reach out to Daniel. Talk to him about that. Talk to him about November's Free Play Florida, an event I've enjoyed the last two years. Daniel, safe travels as you provide joy for so many. Mrs. and Dr. Pin, who kind of put this whole thing together. I got nothing to say. Except that you guys are amazing and you mean so much to me from a weekly basis, enjoying your podcast and the entertainment value and just that pure expression of joy for the pinball community. Sometimes we get caught up in things, but every time I listen to your show, it reminds me why we love pinball. I think everyone across North America is starting to realize it too as they contact you for, oh, some of the greatest trophies ever made. To the original Womp! Thank you, Mrs. Pinn, and your ginger sidekick, too. Phil Grimaldi from Houston. Great guy, wonderful player, and in fact, we recorded something a little while ago, and I think you'll enjoy that, so more on Phil in just a bit. Ryan Kuiper, who you can see on Twitch, Graphics 7 I'm really impressed that all these people provide pinball on Twitch. And it really reaches out to a lot of people that might not have access, depending on where you live. And also, too, you get to know the personalities. And Ryan's a big part of that. So thanks, Ryan. Stephanie from the Riptide Podcast. You, along with Crystal, do a wonderful job. Glad to see the new episode out just recently. It only makes sense that a woman who is so good with her words in Stephanie, the pinball princess, has a podcast. It's always great to hear from you and see you at events. He didn't say his name, but there was Zach Sharp in there. And uh, Zach, so proud of you for everything you've done at Stern Pinball. Your marketing expertise has really shown, and uh, the company just keeps growing and growing. And Zach, what you do makes everyone else step up, which makes us the consumer and the pinball players get better pinball. So thanks very much. You're my favorite of the Sharp sons. And to the worst Pinside PD impression of all time, but a great guy, so you kind of, huh? Stacy Borg from Australia. There's another guy I'm looking forward to seeing in January. Although I say that now, hmm. I only hear good things about you, Stacy. so I'm sure it'll be a blast. And finally, Ron and Bruce from Slam Tilt Podcast. They started their podcast just before I did, a few months earlier, and when I was doing this, I knew Bruce very well, so Bruce gave me a lot of help, Ron gave me some technical help. It's easy to say Pinball Profile doesn't exist without the assistance of those two guys, and I'm glad you haven't called it quits. I know you're both busy, but we do appreciate when you come out with new Slam Tilt Podcasts. So thank you very much. Hearing these accolades make me want to do more of these, and I will. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Emails pinballprofile at gmail.com and please subscribe on your favorite podcaster. I'm Jeff Teolis.